This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you, and thanks for joining us today as we answer more questions about predestination. Here's our question for today, Pastor Michael. Is predestination based in foreknowledge? Well, to define, to, to answer the question clearly, we have to define foreknowledge. So, what does uh, that mean? Yeah, basically, it's to know before. <laughs> well, thanks for <laughs> the clarity. All right, bye. Have a good. Yeah. Uh, so, here's what I want to do. I want to explain a couple things, read some scriptures, and I think at the end of the day, try to land on what is the simple, clear understanding of foreknowledge. So, on February seventh, um, I preached a sermon on predestination, chosen in Christ. Uh, February seventh. Great for our listeners to go to that podcast and listen to that sermon. Yes, February seventh, two thousand sixteen, and then two episodes ago, episode one hundred and nine, um, we talked about total depravity, which is really just essential. I cannot encourage our listeners more to go back to that episode um, and listen because it really does build the foundation for what we're going to say today. Uh, obviously, this is a very complicated issue. It's so many nuances and threads that are woven together. Um, And so uh, we're going to try to just go at this particular question. Um, And so in Ephesians chapter one, it says in love, um, he God predestined us for adoption as sons through Christ. Okay, good. So our destiny was determined beforehand. And then he actually qualifies. It says we were predestined before the foundations of the world. So we were Predestined. Our destiny was predetermined before creation began, and we were predestined to be adopted, adopted as sons through faith in Jesus Christ. That was God's plan before the foundation of the world. Right. And so Jesus says crazy things like, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. Nobody can come to the Father unless he draws them. Okay, got it. So this offends us, and we're like, that can't be true because I am autonomous and I choose my own destiny. Well, listen to yesterday's episode on free will. That will help you understand a little bit about why free will is not the basis for which you came to Jesus Christ. Okay. So we have this question that most people are like, ah, well, I have an idea. God must have chosen me because he looked down the corridors of time and he saw that I would have chosen him. So his choice of me is based on my choice in him. Which, wow. if you're hearing that, just sounds like crazy. crazy, but like it just shows how desperate we are to make this doctrine of election or predestination um, about, based, us. about us, based on my decision, you know, and like we are desperate for it. So we'll even stretch doctrines and scriptures because we just need this to be true. So now, where does this come out of? It comes out of Romans chapter 8, and uh, we'll start in verse 28 or 29. And um, so here's, here's what it says. For those whom he, God, foreknew, he also predestined. So that's where this comes from. They say, well, he foreknew that I would choose him, therefore he predestined me. The problem is, and I'm not trying to just write off that understanding and make people feel bad for it. The problem with it is it is not at all what the text says. Let's just be super literal, okay? He says, those whom he foreknew. He did not, according to this, for no decisions, although God knows all the decisions mm-hmm. we could have made. That's not what he's talking about. Here, God foreknew people. And here's what this simply means. Foreknowledge is about knowing individuals. And this is an intimate, loving, affectionate knowledge of someone. 
This is a knowledge of a person individually. I know you. I mm-hmm. know my wife. Adam knew Eve and she conceived, right? So you get the point. It's a, it's a close knowledge. Right. So here's what he's trying to say. Um, God foreknew those whom he would predestine, right? We weren't just like emotionless, personless ideas to him. We were intimately known by him before we were even created. His affections were set on us. So he says, those whom he foreknew, those whom he um, knew intimately, he predestined. And he goes on and says, so for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined. And what was our destiny? We were predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that we might be the firstborn among many brothers. And then here's, here's what he says in verse 30. And for those whom he predestined, he also called. So our destiny was determined before the foundations of the world. And at the right moment mm-hmm. when we heard the gospel, he called us. And those whom he called, he also justified or made right with God. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. So here's, here's the point. God foreknew you individually and personally before the foundations of the world. He knew the color of your hair, the DNA, RNA, makeup of your body. He knew your soul and personality. And he knew all of that stuff. That was all prepared and ready to go for the moment in history where you would be conceived in your mother's womb, right? God knew that. His affections were for you. Uh, And and maybe a similar analogy would be like when my wife was pregnant with our kids, I had never met them, but I just had an affection for them before they were even born, right? And so we, we just, we say, before the foundations of the world, God foreknew you. Now, there's a couple other instances where the word foreknowledge comes up. So this is important. Romans 11, 2, God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. What is he foreknowing? Mm-hmm. People. Good. First uh, Peter chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. And so they are elect and they are foreknown. What were they foreknown for? They were foreknown for obedience, not because of obedience. That's right. Huge distinction to make here. So God knows intimately people before they were even born, and he knows them and predestines them for obedience. He does not foreknow and predestine to them because of their potential future obedience. Very important. Mm -hmm. And then we get to Acts 2.23, the last time this word is used in Scripture. It says, this Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and the foreknowledge of God. And so this is a a point where God foreknows an event that is going to happen. But here's what's interesting. Why does God foreknow the event? Because it was a part of his definite plan, right? That's right. He knows it because he planned it. And so at the end of the day, this all comes back to this point. God knows the future because he knows what he's planning. And when it comes to people, God knows people because he's predestining them. And never in scripture, never once does it allude to the idea that God's foreknowledge of us, of our future decisions, is the basis for our choosing him or his choosing us. Never. God's basis for choosing us is in his own goodwill because of his own purposes. My capacity or future potential has no bearing on whether or not God chose me or why he chose me at all. So when God looked through the quarters of time, he did not choose me because he saw I would choose him. That is never once taught, never once alluded to. I wish it was, to be honest, (laughs) because it would make this doctrine easier. You know, I get that no American wants to hear this and be like, oh, I was chosen. I, I played no part in my salvation, even though it felt like I did, you know. But when we open up the scriptures, the scriptures say, okay, 
I get what you experienced on the surface. Now let me tell you why it happened. Right. We go under the trunk, behind the curtain. We see what's really happening behind the scenes. And at the end of the day, here's why all of it works like this. So that no one may boast. No one may take credit. There is nothing in you or me that makes us fundamentally better than somebody else. There's no choice that I had the capacity to make that God saw and said, you were going to make a good decision, therefore I'm going to choose you. And by the way, like that's ridiculous anyways. Mm -hmm. Nobody chooses anybody because they know they're going to choose him. That makes God to be like an insecure wimp, you know, (laughs) like he's not. He's way more cooler than that. Thank you listeners for joining us today. And thank you, Pastor Michael, for that answer. Listeners, please don't forget you can submit your questions to our podcast by going to our church website, vcob.org, and just click on the link that says Q&A podcast question. Please join us again when we answer another question about predestination, when the question will be, would a God of love ever do that? Ever do that?